Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. The matchups, the superstars, the games. Starting defense, place at the table. Wow! This is Football Sunday on The Fan, a comprehensive look at today's National Football League action with your hosts, Mike Lynch and Rashad Taylor. You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. It is a bittersweet football Sunday here on The Fan. Guess what day it is. It's hump day. No, no, no. Why is it bittersweet? Well, because it's the last day of football of the year. Oh, it's a great I mean, day. But is it? Yeah, we it love is. the Super Bowl. But then after today, we have to wait for the NFL until early September. And assuming college football and COVID and stuff is all fine, late August. I mean, that's months of no football. Rashad, come on. But basketball is starting to, you know, oh, okay. to kind of ramp up. And and we are a basketball city. Let's we just are. be real. So the Blazers, the Blazers are dead. uh, I'm I'm not saying in the standings. I just mean all their players are dead. Well, they're but they beat the Sixers with nobody, so that was fun. That was a great. All things considered, I'm okay with the. But that's different. We'll talk about (laughs) that's that's the next week kind of thing, or uh, as we get into the summer kind of thing. It's the last football Sunday. Let's talk NBA basketball. Right, right, right. right. Um, No, it's the it's bittersweet because football is ending today. It's a great day. It's a good looking game. We'll talk about it throughout the show today. We get the commercials. We get all the the pomp and circumstance that surrounds the game and the halftime show and the national anthem and the prop bets and all and all and everything that you want to that you want to watch around the Super Bowl. And you know, assuming you're not having parties, which you shouldn't be, you're still having good snack food and you're enjoying the game. It's a good day, but it's the last day, and that's why it's always hard. It's hard. No, yeah. Because you get into such a routine of every weekend, you look forward to football, and then you, it's gone. I don't know. I, it, it is tough, but at the same time, I I look forward to it just because, again, watching football on Sunday is incredibly fun, but can be exhausting to watch a, a full day. Number one, we're a sports show, so that's college on Saturday or Friday, depending on you know the date, uh, when there's actually 
football during the season, you know, you know, sans COVID, uh, think we're doing high school football on Friday night. So Friday night, high school, mm-hmm. go watch college football on Saturday. So watch some Ducks, Beeves. So, uh, Sunday, there's five, six games that you're probably watching on Sunday. Turn around and watch a Monday night game, depending on how good or bad, you know, that matchup is. That's a lot of football. Yeah, your freedom is back now. It's, it, it is. It is. Your so, weekend freedom that you can't do anything in because it's COVID. Oh, man, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, either way, just but not feeling like you're – you have to watch the game or you have to make sure you kind of you're paying attention or following along. And there is, there is something nice to it, but I think that'll only last for a week or two for me. And then I'll just be like, man, like I, what am I doing on Sunday anyway? I'd sit on the couch and probably watch something. So let me just watch football. But I think we sit on the couch because of football, but usually if there's not football, that Sunday is kind of my active day. That's the day that I'm I'm going to Home Depot, maybe Bed Bath and Beyond. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I have enough time. But either way, that that's the day that I like to get out and kind of you know explore the city a little bit. Speaking of which, I know I'm becoming an adult for two reasons. More of an adult. One, yesterday doing nothing, my left shoulder blade is in agony and uh, it hurts a lot and it's hard to move. I literally I don't know what happened. I was putting groceries into the fridge and all of a sudden. It's an agony. Welcome to post 30, baby. So I'm I'm 31 and I'm feeling like I'm 47. Man, there was one time I was literally I was pulling my socks up and I felt like I broke my finger. Broke your finger? Bro, like the my <laughs> sock got caught, you know, it's kind of like rolled up at the very top as I'm pulling it up and like the top part, the very top, it didn't unroll. And my finger just kind of went to the left a little bit and it was just like Are you wearing metal agony. socks? I don't man. I don't wear them anymore either way because that, <laughs> that hurt. But literally for like maybe a month and a half, two months, like my finger was in agony. Man, well, when you're when you're past your 30s, like sneezing throws out your back. You got to go to the hospital because like this you've got back spasms now. This wasn't a true throughout my back. It's my shoulder blade. It's just it's just annoying me, and it's sore, and it's hard to like twist my body left and right, which I just thought was funny. The other thing was I ordered soap from Bath & Body Works, and I cannot be more excited for it to get here. Like I had, I had soap that was kind of like the cheap soap from Safeway, and I was like, I just, I, I miss the foam soap that I hey, used Joe, to have. Have you seen those commercials? Those like progressive where don't become your parents. Yeah, that's yeah, this guy. That's that's this yeah. guy over well, that's here. What I tell, I'm, it's a fun thing. I was like, ooh, let me pick these flavors. No, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I, I, hope, I got like sweet apple. That should hopefully smell good. No, I, I get it. Like I've, I've found myself getting more and more excited about like stuff like. Ooh, I'm going to go get these new bathroom mats. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to change the whole color scheme in the restroom, like for whatever reason. Go, like, see? I mean, that's one of those things it's that similar at, at 19 or at even 24. You're like, I don't like, care. man, just put some paper towels in there. Like things will be fine. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, okay. So with the Super Bowl today, where would you like to go? There's so many different little avenues we can take. We can kind of start with the quarterback matchup. Of course, we could start with, how we view the game is going to go in general. We could even start with some of the more fun stuff like halftime show, commercial expectations, all that kind of stuff. Um, what food are you going to eat? Joe, food what, we're going to eat. Joe, what, where would you like to start, buddy? Because I don't know. We can start anywhere. I mean, we got a few minutes to kill. We can uh, talk about what's on our menu today. I'm a little excited about what I'm having today. I'm making a spinach dip. Mm. Ooh. Spinach artichoke or just spinach? Just spinach. Mm. Ooh. Add the artichokes, Joe. Yeah, I know. I, I was thinking about that, but I'm just going to keep it a little bit easier on me for the recipe. So I you're like doing full-on homemade spinach dip? Yep. And what kind of chips are you going to be dipping in? Or bread? 
I got myself a baguette roll. There you go. Yep. What's up. Load and up on the top. You slice it. I think it. everybody else was on the same wavelength as me last night because when I went to Safeway, literally all the baguettes were gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I had to buy, like, this super expensive organic one that probably cost 10 times as much. But oh, absolutely. Damn and, it, I wanted baguette. And you're going to notice a small, small difference in between quality. Oh, I taste the organic. Yeah, yeah right. There it is, yeah. Um, I don't know. For me, I think I'm probably going to do some... Uh, some lumpia rolls. I haven't, you know, oh. uh, that's the one thing about, you know, lumpia. Uh, having been married, that's one of the good things I took away from that. And <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, and sometimes like to put different stuff inside of them and kind of go from there. So maybe some uh, some Philly cheesesteak, you know, uh, mm. kind of rolls or something like that. Mm. So, yeah, I've kind of got that on me. But it's not going to be much because really it's, it's just going to be me. Like my son will get home a little bit later. So I'm not trying to make a whole feast. Yeah, this is uh this is my first year really like not having a lot to do on the Super Bowl. Like my my ex-wife and I used to do stuff and like have food and, and make like hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that, but I I'm just gonna be with my roommate. I got some chips, we got some dip from Market of Choice, and I'm gonna maybe order some wings and yeah, charcuterie there, board or something like that. Some some cheese and some crackers. Yeah, the nice kind from the from the nice part of the store. Just something simple. Yeah. You know, it's that's kind of what I'm planning on doing. I love eating with the Super Bowl. Like I love like the little mini pigs in a blanket or making some sort of crazy dip. I've made like pastrami dip before in a crock pot, which is delicious. Um it's just uh you know, it's just the weird year. You know, it's a weird year. It's Super Bowl with COVID, nobody's coming over. Just me and my roommate might as well just you know, have some chips and dip and order some wings or something. And out right? there, order some the, pizza. I don't know. If listen, if you're listening, if you have a a dope recipe or something that you think we should try, or maybe that's because I think everybody has like an interesting Super Bowl dish. You know what I mean? Like some type of again, some type of dip. Never heard of a pastrami dip. That sounds amazing. But, yeah, you know, think I'm, about like a Reuben sandwich. It's that in dip oh, form. Come on, man, don't do that. That what? sounds amazing. Oh, you you had a disgusted face. Oh, oh it's no, delightful. It sounds, that sounds awesome, man. Yeah. What do you mean? So, so yeah, like if you have that kind of out of the box, you know, idea that you do every year or every other year, man, that's that's awesome. I'm a big fan of like the uh, the steak pinwheel, you know, thing. Put some cheese and maybe some, uh, yeah, like steak get, get, a, get a flank steak. And oh, then you put, just like, it's like more uh, fancily cut. Absolutely, and then uh. go ahead and roll it up, and maybe put some sun dried tomatoes and some. You know, some some good cheese and spinach inside, and interesting, interesting. And then kind of sear them up, fry them up, and oh my gosh, man, that's that's living right there. Yeah, uh, me and the boy, we're gonna do some post Super Bowl T-bone steaks as well. Solid, solid deal at Safeway. So I figured I'd pull the trigger on that. Those last are gonna night. be some late night steaks, Joe. This game is not gonna end until like eight o'clock. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, all good. I, for, I forget about the halftime show. It's always like an hour long. Yeah, so the, the game starts at 3.30, which means it starts at 4. And right? the weekend is the halftime show, right? Yes. Ugh. We'll get to that. Awesome. Don't worry. Um, and the game's going to be long because the commercial breaks are longer, and there's more that's commercial true. timeouts. Those are going to be some late stakes. Yeah, I might want to fire those babies up in the third quarter. <laughs> yeah, you might want to bring a TV towards the stove or whatever. And, <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Uh, and watch the game while you're cooking those. All right, text the fan text line 503-250-1080. Uh, that, like I said, there's a lot of different angles we can take to start the game here and start the conversation. There's also other quarterback news in the NFL, and uh, some awards were handed out yesterday, the official awards. Everyone's been reporting about Justin Herbert winning Rookie of the Year, but it wasn't true until yesterday. Then it was actually true. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll get to all of that on the show today. Again, 503-250-1080 is the text line. You can find us on Twitter, at Fan at MikeLynch27 is me, Rashad's at TaylorMade503. And Joe is at JoeFish3FISCH. And uh, yeah, that's where you can reach us throughout the show. Coming up next, though, we will start with 
the Super Bowl, of course, the super big game, the superb owl, as I like to call it. And uh, we'll start with uh, just a little generic talk about the game and the quarterbacks uh, going against each other here. So this is Football Sunday on The Fan. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 3.30 on CBS this afternoon. It is the Super Bowl between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chefs. Old versus new. We've had two straight weeks of everybody delving into every single angle about the quarterbacks in this game. The one that's most interesting to me uh, you know, I, I kind of get a little bit roll eyes bored over the force down your throat conversations when it's the the, two, the Super Bowl. It's two weeks. You got the same stuff every single day. Um, the one that's been interesting to me, though, is everyone seems to say that this is like old guard to new guard, passing of the torch, Tom Brady to Patrick Mahomes, that kind of vibe. As if Patrick Mahomes is assured to be the next dynasty quarterback. And although he is certainly the best quarterback in the league and is now in his second straight Super Bowl and third straight AFC title game, it is so hard to do what Brady did. I just don't know if any quarterback will ever get to do that again. Maybe Patrick Mahomes is that guy. And I'm not saying I don't think he can be. I just don't love that it's assured that Patrick Mahomes is now going to be the next dynasty and every single AFC title game is going to be him Mm -hmm. and every single Super Bowl is going to be him and he's going to win six out of the next 10 Super Bowls. To me, I don't know if I love that train of thought. It's like it's hard to, to do what Brady did. I don't know. I think it's we become prisoners of the moment. Like whenever things happen, like Mahomes, obviously, like you said, he's incredibly talented. Um best quarterback in the league. I think Aaron Rodgers is really right behind him and Russell Wilson. Like, I think they're all in the, that same race for, for the claim as, as the best in the league. The thing about Mahomes, he's, you know, again, he can be magic out there when he's doing stuff, but to do it for an extended period of time, like to do it for a couple of years, we've seen quarterbacks, we've seen teams going great runs. Hell, Donovan McNabb played in the NFC championship, like four straight years. Right. You know? So, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. Like, We've seen guys that are, are, are uber talented with great teams around them. The thing about it is in football, things change. And dynasties change, and you lose key pieces of your team. And can you regroup and keep going? You know, And I think that was the thing about Brady. For 20 years, it was just regroup and keep going. Lose key guys, lose Randy Moss, no problem. Keep going. They won Super Bowls without Gronkowski. Yep. You know? And so it's like <clears throat> that's that sustained dominance. Can Mahomes do that? It looks like he's on his way, but it's it's year what this is year three that, yep. for him as as the starter. Like I think we need to pump the brakes on giving him the mantle right now. Like he's won one Super Bowl, that's great. You know, like can he if he can win the second one, then you can start having the conversation that okay maybe Mahomes Mahomes is next. We all know that he's next, but to say he if he wants that torch. Not going. Brady's not going to pass to him. He's going to have to take it. Yeah. Like, and he's going to have to take it by winning multiple Super Bowls, not just two or three. Brady set the table. I've, he's won six. He's been to ten. 
I was looking. There was a thing they ran down of all the franchises that have uh, Super Bowls. Brady has more Super Bowls than America's team. Just Brady. Mm-hmm. More Super Bowls than the. I'm sorry, Joe. I know that's that's not that's not a dig, but the Cowboys are considered football royalty, right? That's the that's the if you're if you're selling football to the rest of the world, you're probably going to start with the Dallas Cowboys. That's just the way it goes. So for that guy to have more rings than the most popular franchise in the history of the sport, like you've got a you've got a tall mountain to climb to to be Brady. Like one or two isn't going to do it. I'm sorry. It's like this is the same thing as saying, okay, well, why are we giving this mantle to Mahomes, but we refuse to give it to LeBron? You're saying that's not going to happen. No, LeBron can't be the greatest. Although he's broken every record, he's got every he's going to have every single scoring, he's going to have the scoring title, the probably the assist title, the like he's going to have them all. Like but no, he still can't be better than Jordan. So why are we so quick to give this to Mahomes? Because we at the end of the day, we were kind of tired of Brady. It's 20 years of winning. Let it go. And so people are ready to move on. I get it, but it's not yet, bro. I mean, not yes. Yet. I am tired of Brady. I'm tired of watching the same quarterback every single year, just like I'm tired of LeBron. I'm tired of watching the same guy every year in the finals. I like to have a little parody. I like to I like to have something different when I watch my championships because, you know, eventually you're just like, oh, it's LeBron again. You know, he'll probably win. Aren't you a Yankees fan? Yes. So, but that's so, my but that's my favorite team. And, I get it. And also the Yankees haven't been in a World Series for 10 years. But so. they were, but then when they were in the World Series, they were like there like every year. Well, in the, in the 90s, but baseball's changed. It's hard to go back multiple years in a row in baseball, too. But I, I see your point. It's different, though, because it's my team. Like, I, I'm not a LeBron fan. I'm not a Tom Brady right. fan. I'm not a Lakers or a Cavs or a Heat or a Patriots fan or a Bucks fan. I'm a neutral. Right. So I just get tired of seeing all the guys at the same in, in the game all the time. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to be tired if Mahomes does reach that level of seeing him in the game all the time because of the style of play that he has. Like, Brady is great obviously um but brady has played in offenses that aren't exactly the flashiest or the sexiest and he's had a lot of really low scoring close super bowl wins not a ton of explosive plays whereas patrick mahomes is a joy to watch patrick mahomes is on a rival of my favorite team i'm a broncos fan i don't like the chiefs but patrick mahomes is fun to watch and i i actually find it a little bit easy to separate enjoying watching the Chiefs play as long as they're not beating my team. Right. Which is funny as a, as a rivalry, right? So I think if Patrick Mahomes does become the next Brady, quote unquote, and is in the finals concert in the finals in the Super Bowl uh, constantly, I think I might enjoy it because he just, the way he plays is so appealing. Yeah. He's again, he's, he's electric. He's mad. Like you don't see a lot of guys, like him that can do the things that he does and I watched this clip the other day and it's old but it's of him hooping he's out there playing basketball he has a move it's like an in and out between two people spin move layup but I was like ooh that was nice but you know that's the type of of athlete that he is you know he's incredibly creative his ability to you know kind of create plays on the fly like that's the the we saw him throw an under underhand pass the other day for a touchdown like oh, oh, oh shovel oh, shovel underhand touchdown like what? Like, who does that? And that but, play looked tough, too, because yeah. it was, wasn't that to Kelsey in the it middle? Was. And it felt like he underhanded it through four defenders, and it was just like, up oh, right into Travis Kelsey's you know, and chest. It's, and it's like, you know, who 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 has the, the balls to do something like that? To, to really be in the middle of a game and kind of, you know, that's, that, that's, it's, he's a, he's a great player, you know, but I think we've seen lots of great players. Aaron Rodgers is a great player. 
And as great as Aaron Rodgers, you know, is, like it hasn't equated to a lot of Super Bowls. And, of course, Mahomes is back for a second, but can he be back for his third? Can he be back for his fourth and fifth? Then all of a sudden you can start having that conversation because Brady's got six. That's an untouchable number in football. Franchises don't have six. So just that one guy and that one coach have six of those. Like Mahomes has a whole, whole lot of work uh, to do to be able to get there. And, to get to, and then on top of that, to get there 10 times, to have an opportunity to win 10 of them. Like we talk about the six, impressive. Getting there 10 times? Come on, man. Well, that's the thing is, you can't win them all. Come on, man. That's a decade's worth of Super Bowls playing. Yeah. People people are lucky to play in their first Super Bowl. You know, there's there's players on this on each team that will probably never play in the Super Bowl ever again. You know, and, and this is their first one and probably their last. You know, there's there's guys, great players. Megatron, who's going to the, on his way to the Hall of Fame, never played in the Super Bowl. Barry Sanders, one of the greatest, the, arguably the greatest running back of all time. Never played in the Super Bowl. Keep I can just keep drawing the lines, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I was going to say, uh, just to put the whole 10 Super Bowls in context, Brady's been to more Super Bowls than the Jags, Texans, Lions, Browns, Cardinals, Titans, Chargers, Falcons, Panthers, and Bengals combined. Mm. <laughs> combined. Mm. <laughs> mm. There you go. Like, so Mahomes, great player. Yep. He's going to break a lot of records. I think we know that. But, you know, I, I think we have a texture that made a, a great point. Is like, you know, Brady was able to restructure his contract a lot to make sure guys could stay, to make sure I could get those receivers and keep that offensive line and keep those defensive guys around. You know, with Mahomes signing the, the quarter-billion-dollar deal, like, is he going to be able to do that? Is he well, willing to do that? So I was looking up his contract already because I kind of had that thought is Brady was able to continue to have as much success as he did in part because he took less money. Although the Patriots were never good at building a team that was like filled with stars, right? They didn't use necessarily that money to get like a ton of great players outside of when they brought in like Randy Moss. They had a ton of kind of guys that didn't feel like stars that fit the system really well, right? Patrick Mahomes' contract is confusing. Patrick Mahomes' contract goes until 2031. But I think there's a bunch of weird rules and opt-outs in there that could that could hit that change the way the deal works. At least right now, Patrick Mahomes until 2027 won't make more than $2.5 million a year in salary. Uh, this year he's making $990,000 in salary. But his roster bonus is $21 million. And his roster bonus goes up each of those years until 27 when he starts making $10 million and more a year. Now, for the cap, the roster bonus matters. His cap hit this year is almost $25 million. Mm. But his salary is only just under a mil. So I'm not a cap expert or anything, so I don't really know. I don't know if the roster bonus does feed into the cap because his cap numbers for the next 10 years are absurd. I mean, they're in the 40 millions, 50 million some years. Like 27, his cap hit is $59.9 million. So if that's all... If, if that's correct and that is, you know, how you can fill your team out in a couple of years, it's going to be harder to fill your team out if right. the roster bonus being the way he makes his money does affect the right. amount of people you can bring in. Right. And I, and I think the reason one of the reasons he saw Brady's Brady was impressive because up until Randy Moss and Gronkowski, he didn't have a number one receiver. He really didn't. Like, for a lot of his career, it was, you know, guys, Cam Cleveland caught some touchdowns from Tom Brady. Like, he, there was a lot of just, you know, kind of insulary guys in between there that he that he would throw the ball to. It wasn't until he got Randy Moss that he started breaking records and other stuff. Then you got Gronkowski and just seemed 
untouchable. A lot of Patrick Mahomes' success, man, you've got to give to Travis Kelsey, who is not even arguably, he was the best tight end in the league. Mm -hmm. And then over there, man, Tariq Hill, who, man, is quite arguably the best receiver in the league. Like, I mean, people could say, you know, and I think receiver is one of those positions that every single year it changes. Who's the best? One year ODB was the best, one, or Elder Beckham Jr. was the best, and one year uh, or a couple of years Julio was the I was best. say and Old Dirty Bastard was the best. I always called him OD, ODB. I like it better. It's more and fun. OBJ? Yeah, it's more fun. OBJ is I don't know if Tyreek Hill's the best receiver, but he's certainly a weapon. I mean, if he's always open, like, you're the best. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, if I mean, if I'm always open, I'm always a- catching touchdowns, then... Yeah, I don't think he's a better receiver than like DeAndre Hopkins or Julio Jones or guys like that. I think those guys are better pure receivers. But I mean, yeah, Tyree Kill is always open, so yeah. uh, he's not the best in my opinion in terms of strictly being a receiver. But boy, is he incredible! Yeah, it's like although man, he probably shouldn't be on the field, but you know, no, that's a whole, he, he that's probably a whole shouldn't. Story. You know, and, and he definitely shouldn't. Let's just be honest; he definitely shouldn't. But when he is, like he's open, like no matter what the route, no matter mm-hmm. where he is, like he's I, I don't see him covered, so. We got this text that says, I also think it's because Brady had so much drama. It started with the tuck rule and then Spygate and moving forward. Uh, also, the Flategate, Mahomes and Reed are easier to root for. That is de- definitely true. That's very true. Uh, Belichick has this personality of gruffness and resting bitch face, and nobody wants to, or he's not nobody wants to. He's hard to like. Uh, apparently, you know, behind closed doors, he's likable, but what he puts out to the public, it's not likable. And then Brady kind of has this like smugness to him that is a little bit like rich boy smugness Yeah, that I think a lot of people dislike. And I, I don't know if he started with that at all or if it just became, you know, he became a great quarterback and he married Giselle and it kind of, he turned into that. But Mahomes and Reed are the opposite. Reed is like this lunch pail, chubby, lovable uncle who has a silly face mask on and Mahomes is like your he's cool the Kool-Aid nephew. man. And Patrick Mahomes is just like, your cool He's cousin, the cool kid. You know that's yeah. that's that's what he is, and that's why I mean eats his steak with ketchup, which is ridiculous. It but, is ridiculous. You know, he whatever. also likes it well done. So. Grow up, man. Come on. But other than that, yeah. But I think Brady, it's. He's the million dollar man. Like he's hard to he's hard to like. He was you know friends with friends with the Donald and you know all type of stuff. So it's just, he was one of those guys that instantly made it easy for. And then he won all the time. So instantly people didn't like him and are tired of seeing him. So. It totally makes sense, you know, but I think at the, at the same time, like tuck rule, all those other things, they, they still won. Like at the end of the day, like, uh, you know, they, they won the games. Like, so what can you say? Like you accuse them of cheating and then they go out the next during the next Super Bowl and they win. So, well, it just makes them unlikable. That's yeah. That's, and that's it just, yeah, it's just one of their, they're the heel. They're who, the, who is the last great likable quarterback? Like who is as likable as Patrick Mahomes was? Last great likable quarterback. Yeah. Like, was Steve Young that likable? Like, was did everybody love Steve Young? I, I don't think people Steve, Long, Steve Young. I don't think people loved Elway. I mean, Marino, but Marino only made one Super Bowl. Um, I don't know. Like, because I mean, Joe Namath, maybe? I mean, that's a while ago, but yeah. I, I mean, mean maybe. I'm, I'm, as, as I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of just the just the cool quarterback that it's everybody. Just, people just all love Mahomes. Like, nobody dislikes Mahomes, I don't, I don't think. No. I've never heard anybody say they dislike Mahomes. No. Uh, I'm trying to oh, – Michael Vick, but no, people hated him, especially after, you know, the, I'm just the thinking, again, fighting. great. I'm thinking of, like, Super Bowl-level quarterbacks. Right? Yeah, I don't know. That's I don't, why I don't, L.A. Young – you know, Brady went all the way back to 2003, basically, so you can't really include that. Yeah, I don't I don't really think so. I'm trying to – I mean, people Aikman. hated, hated uh, Peyton, you know, Brett yeah. Favre, people couldn't stand. 
Uh, but I'm, we're getting a lot of Brett Favre, you know. I think Brett Favre was a little bit – he was loved until the end. People loved I, Brett Favre. I think for, yeah, for the most part. And then part. he started leaving and being weird and, like, one foot and in, one the, foot out. Yeah. And everyone was like, come on, man. Esther, get off the pot. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah. Brett Favre is probably, probably the guy up until recently. You know, Brett Favre is one of those dudes. Uh, some people are saying Joe Montana, but Joe Montana, again, when he was winning a lot. So, it's one of those things. You know, instantly people are going to start hating on the people that are up top. It's just, no, but I think I think Joe Montana is a good one. People hated Steph Ter- Curry when, he was, when he was on his run, on his real run. Oh, my God. Oh, can't stand Steph. And he's out there, and he's just showing off. And he's, oh, look, and he's, he's so arrogant. Yeah, that's what happens after you start. Yeah, running. dude. It's just part of the Watching Steph Curry when they were good was sickening. Like, he was great. But his personality on the court was so That's what I'm talking awful. about. But that's what Steph always does. So awful. Steph plays like a little kid, you know, who's just out there, man, just having fun. You know, no problems, no worries in the world. You know, he plays like it's a joke. That's what he is. It, Ru- that, I think that's a great term. He plays like it's a joke. It, it is. And that bothers a lot it of people. Is. It bothered uh, me. Three yeah. points. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tongue yeah. out. Yeah. Chew my mouth I think guard. it's funny. I think it's because he's not even trying. And that's why it's <laughs> funny to me. He had 57 without even with that – Scrub team wasn't even trying. Right. This guy says, isn't Russell Wilson pretty likable? No, unfortunately. No. Like, I mean, and I would love to say that, but um, there's something very rehearsed about Russell Wilson that people he's fake. aren't hey, good about. He's Walter Payton, man of the year. Okay? He is. He's a great dude. He's a great dude. He's a fantastic not person, not a great dude. especially in the community, and he does great stuff at the Children's Hospital up there, but likable is not a term I would use for Russell Wilson. Unfortunately, it's just he's just one of those guys that just people just kind of seem as he's fake. corny and rehearsed. Yeah. It's just one of those things. At least, at least again, public facing, he's fake. Yeah, what he is in his private life, I don't know. Yeah, he's it's probably just... he's probably dope. Hey Seattle, because <laughs> he yeah he does those videos. Hey Seattle, where he's naked in bed with Sierra, and he's like a completely different person hey, man, than when he's like that on the might podium. Be who he is though, I don't know. He, Sierra is uh, Sierra is hey, bad. Seattle. So if, if he was able to, to Mr. Pull Sierra, Unlimited. Hey Seattle, if he was able to pull Sierra, like he's all right with me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that is a good power couple right there. All right. Especially more su- after her hit song was Goodies and You Can't Have Any of This and Good Luck Trying and all this. Her song was also, her hit song was also called Ride It. Then you'll understand why he. Yeah, why those he were back to back hit songs, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah so but Goodies was her initial hit song. Good point. Oh, was her hit song. My goodies. goodies was a good one. My Goodies. My Goodies. <laughs> a good record. I had that on my, I still have that on my Spotify. It's one of those songs where it's like the classic, like, ah, I remember this. I remember this song. All right, more Super Bowl next. Here's Joe with sports. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. CBS today to spend some time talking about the QBs. Text lines 503-250-1080. We got Terry Bradshaw, Ken Stabler on there as the last likable great quarterbacks. I still think the last one is far, but I think that's the, that's the right answer. I think I, I just feel I so dirty poisoned, saying that now. Like, we're poisoned I mean, because we we learned to hate him at the end, and now he's like Wrangler guy and, and basically shut up and dribble guy. Yeah, yeah, so. sort sort of. But no, for definitely. That's what it is. That's what it was. But it's all good. He didn't say that, but he said. Well, his Deshaun Watson quote was like sitting on the fence. He was like, "You know, you signed the contract to play, but I understand if you're not happy there, you want to make a statement." Like he was just squarely on the fence about Deshaun Watson. 
But no, you make that much money, you go out there and and play. You don't get let the let the rich people make decisions. Basically, what he said. Um, <laughs> so we we're talking about uh, likable Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Likable great quarterbacks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe Super Bowl say, uh, BDN Nick Foles. Anyone? Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I mean, but, it, it, but I if mean, we're talking great quarterbacks, yeah. not just Super Bowl yeah, winning, not just then. Super Bowl winning. Yeah. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I got zero of that likable vibe from Nick Foles. I know everybody fell in love with him from the Super Bowl because of the BDN kind of stuff and the 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 Philly special play. But God, I could not care less about Nick Foles. <laughs> Even he didn't seem like convinced of himself winning the Super Bowl. Like when they won it, was holding up the trophy. Like, wow, this is cool. Cool. All right, I I guess I'll take this. You don't yeah. want to seem too yeah. happy. Yeah, the happiest day of your life next to maybe your kid being born or something like that. Yeah, you got to you got to be reserved, right? You got to show that you're cool. I'm going to (laughs) cry. Oh, my God. I never thought I would be. Yeah, I won the Super Bowl. Tears of joy, like Ray Lewis type tears, you know. So these two teams played each other earlier in the year. Uh, The Chiefs won that game 27 to 24, which makes that three point spread look uh, mighty correct from that Vegas set. Patrick Mahomes in that game went 37 for 49 for 462 passing yards and three tuds, no interceptions. Tom Brady, 27 for 41 for 345 passing yards, three tuds, two interceptions. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and assume that the difference in the game was those two picks. I don't have the, you know, the game flow in front of me, but just looking at the box score. And if that's an indication of how the game's going to go, it's going to be a lot of passing a lot of yards through the air, a lot of big plays, um, and hopefully a really, really exciting game. That's kind of my hope. In that game, Tyreek Hill had 269 receiving yards and three touchdowns, and the Bucks came out and said that they're going to have a plan for Tyreek Hill. The problem is is that the Bucks, if they have a plan for Tyreek Hill, that probably means doubling him, and that means Travis Kelsey is going to be more open, and Travis Kelsey's really, really, really good and probably the most important player on their offense outside of Patrick Mahomes. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough for Tampa, but should be a pretty exciting you know, lots of passing game, I, I would hope. Yeah, no, this this is going to be a tough game for, for Tampa because, you know, obviously just them being able to move, get their offense. Sometimes it takes them a little while to get going. Like very seldom do they strike, for, strike first. But uh, once they get that offense going, I think they're going to be good. Uh, I, I'll be real. Like I'm, I, I think the Tampa Bay defense, when they first met the first time, uh, and I think that was the fifth game of the season. Yes, the fifth game of the season. Um, they came into that game riding a four-game win streak, you know, at that point. Fifth game, they got to the Chiefs, and they lost by three. You know, a lot of that was because the offense couldn't get going. Brady had threw a couple of interceptions in between there. That was later in the season for sure. That was I'm sorry, that was later. I'm, I'm Chiefs, going the wrong way. It yes. was game 11 the, or game 12. 11, yeah, so forgive me. That's out the wrong way. But by that time, like, the Chiefs, obviously, they're they're red hot and rolling. Man, this, this is right before – Tampa really started figuring things out. Mm-hmm. They right were seven before, and five after those. Lives. Right before that turn came, and then all of a sudden it was like, you know, twenty six fourteen, you know, thirty seven twenty one, forty seven to seven, forty four twenty six. Like they start just really hanging up big numbers on people, and then you go all the way to the um, to the Packers game, and it looks like they were about to dominate the Packers, not for that late touchdown, and then uh, the, the the Saints game. Like you, you're seeing you're seeing them all of a sudden kind of gel as a defense and finally figure each other out. As an offense, again, it takes them a little bit longer to kind of get it going. Um, I don't know if that's just because it's the old age of, of Tom Brady or, you know, whatever the case is. But once they've got that run game established and once they've, you know, they 
Godwin doesn't drop any 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 passes, you know, his way, then they're going to have a, a hell of a time, you know, out there because I think their defense is really better than uh, than Kansas City's. Well, their rush defense is the best in the league. Tampa's is number one in, in rush defense, but pass defense is a little bit more middle ground. I mean, they've got a good defense, and the, and the secondary's played pretty well so far in the playoffs. I mean, it's just it's a different animal. You're playing Mahomes. You're playing Andy Reid. You're playing the Chiefs. I think the big thing here in this game is going to be the Bucks' pass rush against an injured Chiefs offensive line. They lost um, – oh, my God, I forget his name. They lost their starting left tackle last game towards Achilles. and Eric Fisher. Thank you, Joe. And uh, they also don't have Mitchell Schwartz this year. So they are very thin on offensive line. But the Chiefs, the way they play offense and the way that they call offense mm-hmm. – Lots of movement, lots of motion, interesting plays. I think that they're going to be able to avoid too many issues with their offensive line by the way that they call the game. And especially now that Patrick Mahomes has two weeks off to hopefully recover a little bit from his turf toe injury, he'll be a little bit more mobile in the game. And I think that should kind of negate that advantage that Tampa has. But I think that's going to be the key, is if they can get to Mahomes at all, then the Bucks are going to stay in this game. If they can't get to Mahomes and Mahomes is just doing normal Patrick Mahomes stuff, I, I don't see a chance in hell for the Bucks to win this game. Well, what the Chiefs, they're they're going to have to get rid of that ball quick. I mean, if because you look at the linebacking core and the defensive line for the, the Bucks, it's hard to say that anybody has a better unit on both of those sides, you know, off a defensive line and linebacker than anybody in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's but very the, good. But then the defensive backs, that's where you start to question. I mean, Carlton Davis got absolutely tore apart against Tyreek Hill in that first time they played. And so if they're able to get pressure, then the Chiefs got to get the ball out quick. And then if they're able to get to the outside on those little jet sweep runs, jet sweep passes that they do, they put a guy in motion and just get it outside. But if they also apply pressure, Mahomes gets out of the pocket and has time to deal and those guys get downfield and find soft spots in the zone. And I'm sorry, but Hill and Kelsey are going to win about just about every one-on-one every matchup one. there is. So that's where it's like that, you know, I know that the chiefs line is not a hundred percent, but that's where I start to question. And if, well, Andy Reed, Eric Bieniemy, really smart, know what they're doing. Great game planners on offense. Maybe they'll be able to compensate for that deficiency on the offensive line. I mean, I agree, hundred percent. That's kind of that's kind of how I view the game going. Is is exactly that way. Is the offense is going to be maybe a tick more creative than normal, which is saying something because it's usually pretty creative. And you know, you have two weeks to prepare. You got a couple of tricks up your sleeve. You've looked at a lot of film of the secondary, and you kind of know what's going on. I mean, you can say the same thing about the Bucks too. It's not like the Chiefs have a great defense, but they've been playing better in the playoffs for sure. They held a very good Bills offense to basically nothing last round. And, you know, you got Tyron Matthew out there playing safety. He's playing really, really well right now. I just I, I just kind of view it as I think the Chiefs are the better team. And I think I think it's by a decent margin in the way that I view them. Now, I know the skill players and the Bucks are good, but just when I watch both of them play, the Chiefs look so much better to me. And I, I don't want to write off Brady, which is why I think the game will still be somewhat close. But, I mean, this is like a 7 to 10 point win for the Chiefs, in my opinion. Just just from watching the two teams play. I don't know. Like, I mean, I think the Chiefs are, you know, clearly amazing. You know, I, I don't I, I don't want to say we're giving them a, too much credit because they, they're obviously, you know, they're great. But, again, you start looking at these teams on paper, like it's 
the the the, the, the Buccaneers, great the Buccaneers are, are are stacked. And again, you're, I'm talking about a team who's just now starting to figure it all the way. They're playing their best football. And the thing about the NFL, or think about really going to the Super Bowl, the team that's the hottest, the team that's playing the best going into the Super Bowl is typically the one that wins. The defense that's playing the best. And how many times have we seen great defense beat a good offense? Quite often, you know, in the Super Bowl, like time, like the, and I won't bring this up, Lynch. I don't want to bring this up, but Seahawks, Broncos, the Broncos had that that insane defense, or excuse me, that insane offense that was running up numbers on everybody, and the, and they played the Seahawks and they shut that down. Mm-hmm. You know, then you think about, uh, shoot, um, who was it? Um, the Patriots playing someone's the Rams, uh, the Rams, like that. Man, you know what I'm saying? Shut that stuff all the way down. Absolutely. So, so it's just one of those things, man. Like, it's it happens when you all got the a time. couple of weeks. To the prepare Patriots for playing it. the Giants. That Giants defense with you know with all them, they completely not shut that Patriots down. That they, that Pats team scored like 28 points a game, 27 points a game. They were they held scored to 17. What, 17? And yeah. I remember they they uh, interviewed Brady before that game, and I, I think Jason Pierre-Paul, somebody said, man, they ain't gonna score no more to 17. And Brady said, we're only gonna score 17. <laughs> okay. And then I think we only scored 17 in that game. So it was it's pretty impressive. But, yeah, that's a good defense is better than a good offense almost but every single Super Bowl. Their pass defense is not their strength. Their pass defense is not their strength. And what you is know? the strength of the Chiefs? It's, it's their throwing pass the ball. It's, it's definitely throwing the ball. So, so you, I mean, so, well, no, you so, look at that and you go, yeah, you're right. The, the Bucks have a great defense and they'll – Probably stop the run game pretty well, but the Chiefs don't even rely on the run game anyway. No, they so. they don't, and that's why and that's what's scary, you know, because I can game plan for two guys, you know, it's because I know you're not going to run the ball like that unless it's Mahomes or. But, so I mean, I think you can game plan a little bit better for that because it, it's hard to game plan for the for the Bucks because how do you game plan for Godwin and then uh, game plan for Antonio Brown and game plan for Chris, you know, or for um, Mike Evans? Like it's it's a lot of stuff to do, you know. And now that they've really figured it out, I think it's going to be much tougher to do. All right, we'll take a break. Coming up next, a little bit more Super Bowl chatter to wrap up our number one. This is Football Sunday on the Fan. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. expectation for the game today you know we've talked about the quarterback matchup we talked about some of the mismatches that we see I kind of alluded to it last segment but my expectation for this game is because it's Tom Brady in the Super Bowl because frankly it's a Super Bowl and also the Chiefs have been playing a lot of close games this year I think this game's gonna be a good game I think it's gonna be a close game you're gonna have two high-powered offenses going at each other lots of deep passes Lots of big play potential, uh, maybe some big penalties, you know, stuff like that. Big momentum swing kind of stuff. And I don't want to bet against Brady, so I don't want to. My initial thought was Chiefs by 14, just because I think the Chiefs are that much better. But it's Brady, and every time I bet against Brady, I lose. So I'm going to go to the more conservative Chiefs by seven. (laughs) I think the Chiefs win by a touchdown, and I think it's going to be like a 35 to 28 game. Or, or something like that. Not as high scoring as it could be because in the Super Bowl, defenses have a lot of preparation, and we we usually will see lower scoring Super Bowls. Uh, so, you know, it's not going to be like a 42-40 game, anything like that. But 35-28 or 31-24, something like that is kind of where I picture seeing this game. I just, I just think the Chiefs are better. I think Patrick Mahomes is better. I think their offense is better. 
And I think, you know, the Bucks defense is better. That is their strength. But I don't think it's going to matter in this game because the Chiefs don't run the ball anyway. So Chiefs by seven is my expectation for today's game. I think it's hard to beat Brady twice in the year. The first time, um, they it was, a good, it was a good game. The Chiefs, you know, were able to escape by three. Um, I don't think you beat Tom Brady twice, like, in in the same year. And when the Saints did it, we were like, oh, my gosh. You know, we – that's that's crazy they that they beat them twice in the same season like i i don't really i don't see that happening you know and then honestly i'm i'm looking at a guy in brady who who's who's seen everything who's seen every great defense and seen some pretty bad ones in between there who's been a part of blowouts who's been a part of comebacks in the super bowl like he's literally seen every single situation that you can have like this is probably the most prepared and this is probably the best his team has ever looked going into the Super Bowl at any point even as a Patriot as a Patriot we've never had at more at one time more than one great receiver great receiver I'm not talking about a Danny Amendola or a Wes Welker or you know say anything like that you know or a Julian Edelman I'm not talking about those guys I'm talking about a Randy Moss a Rob Gronkowski you know at the same time this is rare for them to have this, you know, in in Tampa Bay, and I mean, it's at home the first time a, a, a team is going to be a, a the a home team gets to play at in their home stadium, you know, or excuse me, uh, how many the visiting team? They'll be the visiting team, but they will right. be, and this will be a home game for them. They slept in their own beds. How many fans are going to be there? I don't know. I had a buddy of mine that was actually on his way there, and while on the plane. <laughs> Oh, no. Before takeoff, some lady says they're arguing with her husband or boyfriend. That's why you got Corona. That's why you got COVID. What? Everybody. And they flew? No, they didn't well, fly. Well, I know. They Everybody tried to get fly? off the plane now at this point. My man didn't make it to Tampa. These effing people. super hot right now. I feel for you, homie. But yeah, that's. Is he a Bucks fan? He's a Bucks fan. Ooh. Waited his whole, you know, whole life. Got some friends down there, obviously. Homie Dominican Sue from Portland. So there is some 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 connects there. And that's another reason, man. We got a guy from Portland, Oregon, from Ulysses S. Grant High School that's about to play for his first Super Bowl. That's crazy. Yeah. As good as Dominican Sue has been for his entire career, this will be the first time he plays for a Super Bowl. That is true. It's interesting. You think about how long of a career and how troubled of a career really he's had to get here at the end pretty good hey man good on him shout out to the to indomitian to his, his 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 mom who was an awesome awesome person in the school district for a long long time it man. seems like he kind of got the bad stuff out of the system and he's now just like he was just he's just fiery like if you know if you know indomitian he is the most mild-mannered and yeah. kind of one of the calmest people that you'll talk to and then there's a switch that goes off and he can get pretty and he stomps he can on get people pretty angry hey man like he's a fiery dude well it's like but... miles garrett right miles garrett's apparently like the nicest guy and super soft-spoken and then he's swinging his helmet at mason rudolph's head he shouldn't have said what he said middle of the game shouldn't have said what he said yeah well <laughs> yes but you know a lot but, of players flip the switch yes and yes. it's a it's a scary switch to see flipped you know but it's one of those things so that's a, that's another one of those reasons really pulling for for a tampa okay but what's time. your pick though you got I, – I got, I got Tampa. You think Tampa's winning? I got Tampa by – I'll go Tampa by three. Wow. All right. You are the first person, I think, on the station that's picked Tampa. I think everybody's so, – I think everybody to this point has picked the Chiefs. Everybody. So, so that means I get to be the one that rubs it in everyone's face when they win? I guess so. Okay. That's cool. I'm used to being the odd man out. 
all good. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> so it's okay. Well, we'll see what happens. What do you got, Joe? I'm going with Chiefs. I, I, I just – I know it sounds ridiculous because this is the exact reason why we don't count out like Brady. Brady, we say that. Don't count him out because that's exactly any wins. But – after the Browns game, you thought that maybe the Bills might have a little bit of a chance against the Chiefs and the way that the Chiefs look kind of towards the end of the year, keeping close to some teams. And then they just absolutely blew the doors off against the Bills. And they look like, okay, this is the, yeah, this is the Chiefs. This it's is like the they Chiefs slept walk through the season. Yeah, basically. And they were and, like, oh, we're at the part where we have to try again. And that's that, yeah, <laughs> post like Super Bowl winning lull, right? And where they slept walk through the season and went 14 and two. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Right. <laughs> and keep in mind, they basically sat everyone in that last game. So, you know, one of the losses there. That is true. Whatever. But yeah, you saw them against the Bills and it was just like, damn. Okay. That's the Chiefs that I know and remember from last year and a lot of this season. Uh, so just going off of that. And like I said, I think just having Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid, I think they're just slightly ahead of the curve when it comes to coaching on this one. So I'm going to give those guys the nod over uh, Byron Leftwich and Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians so. Byron Leftwich has been a good uh, coordinator hey, hey. in the NFL for a long time. Very surprising the fact that Byron Leftwich, yeah, has become one of, I mean, for would have never guessed time. that when he was playing. Like, hey, this guy's going to be a top coordinator sometime it's, on the uh, offensive side. Sometimes it's hard for a great player to, 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 to be a great coach. Sometimes great players can't explain how they were great. I don't know. I dropped back and threw it behind my back, and he just caught it. <laughs> Touchdown. Like, sometimes great players can't explain that. Sometimes it takes guys like Byron Leftwich, who had to work a little harder because he was, you know, a little more overweight, because he wasn't as fast, because he couldn't as jump as high to make sure that he can do all the right things. It's easier to teach somebody that than it is for a great player to teach somebody how to do this crazy reverse layup. All right. Oh, just quickly, I know you guys don't do the betting stuff, but a couple other picks that I've made. I am taking the over-under longest penalty accepted at 18.5 yards. If there's going to be a lot of deep passes, I kind of imagine there's going to be a long pass interference, so I took that. I have Chiefs minus three. I have Red Gatorade. What did you pick? Red Gatorade. Is that what you picked? No, I'm oh. just throwing out the I didn't, I didn't pick the Gatorade one because uh, I, I National don't. Anthem over two minutes. That was not on the Oregon Lottery scoreboard. Who's singing the National Anthem? <laughs> I don't know, but Good somebody question. went outside Tampa Stadium and recorded I hope it. It's Fergie. They record really <laughs> 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 recorded the the practice, and it was two minutes and sixteen seconds, and the over under was like one fifty five or something. So everyone was just hammering me over. Um, I took the Oregon Lottery has this prop bet on there, where Travis Kelsey to catch hundred yards receiving and two touchdowns was plus five fifty. I think it was. So I took that, especially if they're going to double Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey will have a chance to be open a lot more. And uh, I took Tyreek Hill to win MVP plus 1600. So I'll get a good payout if that happens. And then a couple of first touchdowns. I took uh, Mike Evans at plus 1100, Ronald Jones at plus 1700, Gronk at plus 1500, and all his first touchdowns. And then Sammy Watkins at plus 2000. So if any of those guys get it, I put like $1 on each one and I'll just win if I get one of them. So those are my bets for the day. So uh, let, let us know what yours are 503 250 1080 on the fan text line coming up next hour we do have hated or love it at 10 30 we got more quarterback news to get to but i want to begin with the extra stuff in the super bowl commercials and halftime that's next this is football sunday on the fan